And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people pissed? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? <laughs> oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list? A list? A list? A list? You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding <laughs> list. That's preposterous and ludicrous. Well, actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous. Welcome to The Ridiculous. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill. And we are back again this week with more fun, stupid, stupid fun lists for you this yeah. week. Yeah. Actually, I don't think mine's stupid. I like oh. mine. I think it's okay. going to be fun. Yeah. Well, mine, mine's real stupid, so. Oh, good. <laughs> We're, you know, as per usual, Jen, we are right. doing the yin and the yang. We are exactly. balancing each other out. <laughs> we are showing two sides of a coin. <laughs> yes. So let's touch base on some polls from last week. Um, it turns out that Ethan Hawke is a douchebag. What? Well, I should say his character in Reality Bites is a douchebag. Everybody agrees with me. Except no, for, that- I think one person agreed with you. Yeah. I mean, look, I 100% recognize that watching Reality Bites as an adult, even as a young person – he was like he was not the good bet. Like he, you know, Ben Stiller is the one. He's the one. He's the better guy. He's nice. All he wanted yeah. to do was like help you know, her. Help her. Help he her, believed yeah. in her idea. But as a whatever, I can't remember when it came out. I mean, I was not even in high school, I don't think. Yeah, I know. They were back then they were cool as fuck. And yes. but watching it now with adult eyes, like especially the scene where Lainey is like using her dad's gas card to buy everybody gas. I'm like, that's a dick fucking move. A gas <laughs> card is a nice present. And you're lucky that your dad gave you a like a gas I would love a gas card. Are you kidding? <laughs> and like and then you use it to like to stick it to your dad for buying you a gift. You use it to buy other people <laughs> gas and pocket all the money. Like you're an asshole, Lainey. They deserve yeah. each other, honestly. <laughs> but like, but back then when I watched it, I was like, yeah, that's so cool. You're so cool. So Janine Graflo, you guys are all the coolest. And now I'm just like, you little shitheads. You know, your dad worked hard for that gas card. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking grow up. You should be grateful. Get a job. But they were like so how she like like her art, her art and her like movie that she was making. You know, it was just yeah. When you watch it now with adult eyes, you're just like you little assholes. I can't even imagine being a, ch- a like a child of the iPhone generation and watching what like what they're like. Oh my god, this like this is or be, just social media generation where everybody is recording everything about themselves all the time for them yeah. to be like watching the like videos she made and thinking right. <laughs> like oh really that was supposed to be hard. <laughs> Like that was cool. I know. That's an that's a list we should do. A list of like what movies did we love from the past but just did not translate well up. into the future. Yeah. Like right yeah. now I'm I'm rewatching it's not a movie, but I'm rewatching um which has been delightful, but there are times that I have to stop it and be like, eh. um my son wants to watch uh 
the office from the beginning and okay. we, so we, I've been re-watching them with him and it's so fun because like it's a giggle fast and he loves it but there are scenes where I have to stop and be like oh my god like they're just things that <laughs> yeah. don't like there's an entire episode on like whether or not Oscar is gay or straight then there's an entire episode of like uh, when they have um, the uh, when the other um not Scranton, but the other one merges with Scranton, the other mm. yeah, uh, office. The other and then they have like a, um, a convict work program and it uh, ends up being like an African-American guy. And the whole episode is about his race and like, yeah, you know, it's supposed to be funny, but it's like, ew. it's like very cringy when you watch it. But it's like they're and they, they say the F.A.G. They say the R.E. Yeah. T. Finish the rest. <laughs> I like you were like R E. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so like there's I have to pause it a lot, but so it is yeah, that's office, that's yeah. And it wasn't that long ago. That's what's it crazy. Wasn't. It's like, oh, how quickly like our sensibilities oh. have changed for the better. Yeah. Yeah, the better. But what was like what flew 10 years ago? I mean, I even think of like, I mean, I've never been like a insult comic. I'm not racy. I've never say I'm never trying to hurt anyone's feelings. But I do sometimes think of like jokes that I told when I started. And also like people I worked with, and like their humor, like when we or when I started, at least, it was very, I mean, making like racial jokes like i not i not that i did but people made them and it was like headliners were doing it and everybody oh, loved sure. it and like there were so many jokes about women this and men this and it was just things you would not hear today or that would immediately get people canceled were just like par for the course right and not that i think that's good but i do think it's like what what is acceptable now is so different i know even like 10 years ago yeah and I we're was digressing like, we are digressing. digressing. I know. Should we just get to our list? Oh my we God. Say Let's something get to that our gets list. us in a ton of trouble. <laughs> okay. Before uh, you figure out how to spell the whole word. I know. Don't <laughs> let me spell that word. <laughs> so. This week, I have a very silly list from Cracked.com, um, written by Ian Garner, and it is 30 Funny Stories People's Families Call The Incident. Oh, I love this. Okay. <laughs> Which I love. Okay. So this is from somebody named Thunder Muffin Bun Dip. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> um, Thunder Muffin says... We call it the spray tan incident of 09. My older sis was getting married, so my younger sister wanted to get a spray tan from this lady she met at work, a bar. So little sis invites me to get this new airbrush spray tan. Mom decides to join us, and I invited a friend along as well. Everyone looks good with the tan, right? We go to this lady's house. She runs the airbrush slash spray tan business in her garage. 
We assume that since she did this often, so she said, that she would have a nice semi-professional setup. She did not. One at a time, we stripped down to our panties and got sprayed, but had to hang out naked in the open for like 15 minutes while the tan dried. To make matters worse, this lady's kids kept trying to open the door to ask their mom where the juice boxes were or something. I was mortified. Oh my God. I have, <laughs> like, that reminds me, I'm already like, hey, I reminds me of a story. Um, but- Catherine Blanford, um, comedian, friend of ours, um, check her out. She's blowing up right now. She's amazing. Yeah. But she gets spray tans a lot. And I remember years ago, she was like trying to convince me to go get a spray tan. And I was like, if I go, I'll just go to one of those like you press the button and you stand in the thing and it sprays you. And she was like, no, go to like a nice place where they like spray you. Like a yeah. person sprays you. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be like naked in front of them or whatever. And she was like, grow up. You know, you're an adult. Like go, right. like everybody does it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fine. So like I went to, um, and I went and I got a spray tan and I did it nude and, you know, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, spread eagle while they spray you. And then I like did a show that night or something and saw Catherine. I was like, all right, I did it. I I did what you told me to do. I went and got a spray tan. I was like, I was so uncomfortable. Like just in there totally nude. And she goes, wait, you did it nude? And I was like, yes, you told me to. And she's like, no, dude, I wear like underwear. Like just like I go topless, but I wear bottoms. And I was like, oh my God, dude. I just like had my whole totally stark naked in front of this girl. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, but do you like your tan? Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it looks great. Yeah, she, Catherine, she tricked me. <laughs> oh my God. That like, I always, so what you like when, okay, let me ask you, maybe you and I had this conversation where, okay, when you go to get a massage and they say, get dressed like, to your level of To your comfort, level of comfort. Undressed, what do you yeah. do? Um, I always keep my bottoms on and then I, um, don't keep my, I take my bra off. Okay. I do do too. Okay. So no, I, I keep my underwear on and I think I was, I think I had this conversation with, um, with a a man and I was saying like, oh yeah, because I just, I, I don't want to make them uncomfortable. And he was saying, I always get completely naked because I don't want them to think that like, I'm being weird about it. That like okay, I'm all the way naked because he's trying, he thinks it like shows that he is comfortable for them. And I was like, no, I'm trying to be nice to the like the people by keeping my bottoms on. And he was like, I'm trying to be nice to him by getting naked. (laughs) So I'm curious (laughs) what people think. I don't think I've ever thought of it like that. Huh? I, yeah, I'm with you. Like I feel like, well, my level of comfort for me is I want to keep my, my underwear on, but my, bra off but I um I I would think that that would be the nicer thing for the person giving the massage right like it's not yeah but maybe not because they always have to pull it down just a little bit more maybe because I just wear like high grade panties but crap yeah Yeah. um you know that there's that Phil Hanley joke where he's like yeah the massage therapist told me to undress to my level of comfort so I put on an extra cardigan (laughs) yeah It's just like perfect joke, a perfect joke. So that story also reminds me of when I got my eyebrow pierced in college. It was like this guy who I went to college with and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally getting into like piercings. And I was like, awesome. I'll totally get a piercing from you. And then it ended up it was just in like 
some of one of his friends like back room of their dirty apartment. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I thought you meant like you worked at a piercing place. He was like, oh, no, I'm just like learning on my own. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I no, totally I was. And then, of course, instead of being like, oh, I should say no and walk away. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Great. <laughs> and then, he, you know, like, pierce my eyebrow. That's funny you say that because now that I'm thinking about it, I definitely did get my eyebrow pierced on the corner of like this place in New York City that just had a curtain and it was like a, a an outdoor kiosk. And my friend, I'm not going to say <laughs> who her name is, got her clit pierced. In that on the behind street. the curtain? Yes. Behind the curtain on the street corner of New York. We were young and stupid, and I just got my eyebrow pierced, but she got something. I got my tongue pierced at a random place in New York City, (laughs) and it was like a guy who didn't speak any English. He just took us down to the basement of this shop, and my tongue piercing was like totally crooked. (laughs) And a guy that I was with got his nipples pierced, and he like passed out and threw up everywhere. That was an exciting time. Yeah, it was a rite of passage back then. I don't think kids are doing that anymore, and I like that. Yeah, good for them. That's good. I like that for them. Yeah. In some ways. Mad on Forever says, my stepdaughter got caught having sex in her high school's football field forever the incident. (laughs) Say that one more time. Okay. My stepdaughter got caught having sex in her high school's football field. Forever <gasps> the incident. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. How do you live that down? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, yeah, yeah. So great. Okay. Helena Handbasket YC says, my cousin went in for a vasectomy but chickened out. Didn't tell his wife because he was embarrassed. So instead, they had a third kid. Oh, no, 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 no. That is not cool. <laughs> not at cool all. at all. No, like no, that no, is, no, no. Yeah, that's not. I feel like it's only funny if the wife decides it's funny. <laughs> like until then, it is a complete violation. Absolutely, that's a violation. Like if a woman was like, and I told my husband it was on birth control, but I wasn't, or I like I poked holes. Like that yeah. would not be cool or funny or except yeah. like that's not yeah you'd cool. be like oh that person is psycho yes oh no g for d <laughs> g for d that's what my friends call uh g- grounds for divorce a g uh, for d g for, like yeah whenever we would get mad at our husbands we'd always like Mm-mm, g for d g for d <laughs> uh, i love that you so guys much. can steal that Yes, if you steal want. it. Tell your friends. G for D. G for D. Uh, now okay, I use G is... for B for my boyfriend. I'm like, grounds for breakup. <laughs> G for B. <laughs> uh, it gets a much lower threshold. I know. <laughs> it is. Um, okay. Trendy Kitty says, me, my husband, and stepdaughter were having lunch with a friend of ours and his daughter at a certain Wisconsin-themed fast food chain. My husband thought he had to fart and just let it rip right there like an animal and shit his pants. (gasps) That's an incident. (laughs) What fast food chain is that? Yes, it was Culver's. This was three months ago. We've not been back since. Oh, my God. I've never heard of Culver's. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's like a custard place. They have like custard and hamburgers, like sliders. 
It's like a big Wisconsin staple. Got it. Okay. So Simo123 says, I was young and I wanted to be like my cat. So I got naked and put on a black cape and ate Fruit Loops out of my cat's fish dish, food dish, and I peed in the litter box. My whole family walked in on me doing so. Uh, like how young incident? (laughs) Like, is that the incident or is when they like locked you up and yeah, (laughs) sent you away for a little while? Was that the incident? I mean, as a person who has a child who identifies as a cat, (laughs) I, you know, I can see this happening. So, okay. This one, I'm like, I can so see this happening in like so many families where it's like one of those things that they just won't let go. So this is from Rachel Grachel. Um, My cousin ran through a sliding glass door when it was closed. I just remember a loud crash and then he was screaming and there was blood and broken glass everywhere. It was pretty crazy. He was okay after getting a shitload of stitches at the hospital. After that, everyone thought it was pretty funny, and it's been an ongoing family joke that they put a strip of masking tape on the glass door so he can see it's closed whenever he's visiting. That's good. That happens a lot to a lot of people. (laughs) Has it happened to you, Jen? No, but it happened to my sister, and I remember it being so awesome. (laughs) It was like... We were at a party. My sister and I were not friends in high school. We were mortal yeah. enemies. And I was mm-hmm. like a total loser. She was cool and popular and pretty. And I was a weird loser. And um, <laughs> and uh, I was at a party and um, she was like pretty mad that I was at this party. And she saw me like through the door. And then uh-huh. she comes like running and she's carrying Starbucks like for her and her friends. And she's yeah. like running like what the fuck, like to the door, like to the, to, to be like, into why, the party. why are you there? <laughs> and hit the, the, the window and like Starbucks went everywhere. It didn't break and she was okay, but it was embarrassing. And um, <sighs> not going to lie, it was, it was a nice moment for myself. <laughs> Were you just on the other side, like, oh, I am sorry. Uh, Okay. Mother Fickle says, when he was five or six, my cousin got a sled for Christmas. He was all excited and wanted to use it right away, but my uncle told him to wait and use it outside later. My cousin didn't listen and immediately took the sled to the top of the staircase, then sat facing the front door of the house, then proceeded to try and sled down the stairs. He ended up flying off the sled and smacking face first against the door. That was almost 30 years ago before I was born. He hasn't, still hasn't lived it down. Same cousin supposedly ran head first into my mom's sliding glass door while trying to let her dog out and got knocked on his ass. Also a story he has yet to live down. It happens all the time. It happens everybody's all the got time. A co- everybody's got a cousin that's run through um, a door. <laughs> a door or a window. Everybody's got a cousin and if Britney you don't Spears have one, it's probably it. you. Wait, what? In the, new, in the new Britney Spears book, which is great, by the way, have um, you read it? What are the big secrets? Well, I read with my ears. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> um, there wasn't a ton of secrets, I guess, but you really do. Um, people are pretty anti-Justin Timberlake right now. Let's just yeah. say he made some dickhead moves back then. Um, yeah. But uh, it's great. But she does talk about how, like, uh, there was some um, 
it was like a big major meeting with her the first time she was like meeting this like record executive or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like her very first meeting with him was at his house or something. And she walked right through the, the glass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Oh, Poor that's thing. Great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the takeaway from that was that like her parents are horrible, horrible, yeah. terrible parents. And it's just really sad. But I root for her. I've always rooted for her. <laughs> I've always rooted for you. I've always rooted for you. I have. I've always been to Team Brittany. You yeah. Know, when she when she was doing when when she shaved her head and everybody was you know like oh my god she's crazy I was like I would fucking shave my head too if I were her like and and when I when you listen to the book it makes so much more sense than what I even thought like I thought that it was more like oh you know she's um like I hate getting my hair done I hate having to like sit in a chair for a long period of time yeah. while people pull at you and I was like and she's Britney Spears she has to do this every day. And yeah. every day she has to sit in a chair while people pull at her and, you know, she's got these extensions and it's just like, I can't imagine having to deal with hair and makeup every day, you know, like that to that extent. Right. But, um, but for her in the book, it made total sense. It was like, here she is making all these people so much money and then mm. but people are taking from her. And not only that, they're taking away her children and not letting her see her children, not letting her live her life, not letting her whatever. And if, if someone took my kids away from me, I would burn the whole fucking city to the ground. But yeah. she like, someone took her kids away from her and she's like, well, I'm going to take the thing that you guys all need from me, which is my long hair, this facade that makes you guys all very, very, very rich. I'm yeah. going to take it away and I'm going to show you who's in control of my body. And I thought that was badass. Yeah, it's so badass, yeah. right? It is like so, you can only yeah. imagine like how many people took advantage of her. I mean, to like, you know, obviously through her like conservatorship and all of that, but like especially in that era when she was like at the height of her fame. Right. And yeah, losing your kids. I'm like, I would fucking go nuts. Yeah. Go team Brittany. Team, team Brittany. Brittany. All the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. This is from Eggnog98. Um, they say, we used to have a wood stove in the middle of our living room to heat the whole house. The thing is, my little brother was obsessed with it. Whenever my dad would go to start the fire, put more wood in, my brother would sprint out of his room to try to help. That's in quotes. Um, which means he was trying to pull everything out when it was already on fire. One day, my sister and I were fighting over something, and I smacked her in the face with my Barbie Pegasus toy. <laughs> she started screaming bloody murder because there is a literal blood spewing out her nose, which prompts my mom, who was putting more wood in the fire, to abandon the stove while it was still open. My budding arsonist of a brother saw his chance and began ripping out the paper and the kindling that she just put in. So oh, the carpet God. is on fire. My little brother is screaming because he's burned his hands. I am crying because I think I've killed my sister. My sister has passed out on the oh floor, my covered in blood, and my mom is ready to kill all of us. The burn mark on the carpet stayed until we replaced it five years later. My brother is no longer an arsonist, and my sister's broken nose healed up fine. God, that poor mother. <laughs> I know. That poor mother. And for any, like, you know, I'm, I'm you know. This sounds like it was probably a, a long time ago or yes. when it was typical that the dad worked and the moms. It's like right. for any dad that like is wondering like, what do you do all day? Fuck <laughs> like, <like>, you. <laughs> Putting out oh. fires, literally. Oh my God. 
Um, I think that's my last one, but it that reminds me of um, you know, our friend Virginia. So her littlest um oh my son. God. I the uh of her kids. Yeah. Love. So her They're nuts, her but in like the best way. They're the like best so way. fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Her <laughs> her son Loic was in Max's daycare class and he was like pretty little at the time. And so I went to go pick Max up from daycare and I walk in and there's only one teacher there and all of these like two little baby 2-year-olds like newly two and maybe three and there's one teacher and she's like holding Loic who just has blood. <gasps> everywhere and he's screaming and she's covered in blood and he's covered in blood and all the other kids are like just sitting right around her like what is going on you know they're crying and she was just like he just woke up from his nap like this i don't know what's happening <gasps> and it turned out it was just a bloody nose but it was he was like so just frantic so much oh my she, god he wouldn't let her like do anything because she was like a new teacher and so he knew me, so he like came over to me and I got him cleaned up. But it was like I still think about like the scene of walking in and just seeing him covered in blood and the poor teacher was just like, I don't know what to do. All these kids were like crazy all around. Oh <laughs> my like, god. Oh, oh, it was awful. But he was fine. <laughs> he was fine. That's so scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Parenting, is right. Parenting is awesome. hard. Parenting is hard. So that's, that's my great list. list. I love it. Um, so my list was compiled by Sarah Aspler for BuzzFeed. And um, this is women are sharing habits that they secretly learn from other women. And I didn't see 80% of these coming. So okay. like these are really cool. Like these are just like things that, um, you know, you saw another woman do it. A Reddit user named Cheeseburger Stan asked Reddit, mm -hmm. uh, what is something you started doing because you saw another woman do it? Okay. Like, you know, where you're just like, huh, that's how you put on eyeliner? You know, like that kind of <laughs> I thing. I mean, I feel like yeah. I can think of 10 million things like that where I just like, I don't, I mean, my mom was like. I don't know. She just didn't really teach me a lot of the things that I feel like a lot of other women know. When I yeah. got to college, I remember seeing my roommate, like she was like bleaching her eyebrow or mustache or something. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like I <laughs> yeah. never even heard of it. I didn't know how to put on makeup. I, I don't know. I just didn't. I still feel sometimes I'm like, like sometimes when you, like you and I are like, are doing Marco Polo and I'm like watching you do your hair. I'm like, oh, that's how you get those curls. <laughs> yeah. I always tell Jen, I'm like, I like it when you do your makeup because I'm just learning. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. I learned it just like, I don't know, through life. Um, but uh, this, I so said number one, um, which was interesting and, and, and it made me think of when I learned this too, is uh, I grew up without any women in my household. I didn't learn until later in life that you should only put conditioner on your mid length to your ends and not on the scalp. I learned it from a random lady on TikTok. And I remember I learned that when I went camping with my friend Nicole Goelli and uh, we were washing our hair in the lake. And um, her mom was like, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't put conditioner on all of your hair. And I was like, really? Like, I had no idea. And she's like, no, it only goes on your ends. And I was like, I had how would I know that? I didn't learn that until I was an adult. Okay. <laughs> Where did you learn that? I think from the internet. I think, for, and which is crazy because I have very fine, like thin hair. And so mm -hmm. I'm just like, well, what was I doing? 
What's he doing with all that conditioner? I actually remember being at summer camp and um, when I was a kid and I was like getting shampoo out to wash my hair and I got like tons of shampoo and this girl was like, what are, why are you doing that? You're only supposed to use a quarter size of shampoo. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Nobody ever told me I was supposed to limit my shampoo. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a handbook to be a lady. Right. Um, this one said, I saw a girl in middle school put little circles instead of dots over her eyes. I'm 30 years old now and I can't stop doing it. I learned – I picked up somewhere along the line. I don't Wait, know how I – What do you I mean, picked, little circles? Like um, she dots her eyes with a little circle, like circle. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant like her eyeballs. Oh, no. <laughs> I was um, like, I don't – this is another lady um, thing I didn't know I was supposed to be doing. I picked up – I don't know how I started doing it, but I've been doing it for forever is – I don't know where I came up with it or where I saw it, but like through my sevens and like Xs, I draw a little line through them. Like it's like seven and then under the top seven lines, yeah. there's a line in the middle. I, I, I do don't know that on my I sevens do that. too. Do you? I don't – Yeah. Where did we learn it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> this one says, at the grocery store, I uh, – let me see. Uh, at the grocery store, I saw this lady take the plastic bags they provide near all of the meats. She opened the bag and put her entire arm inside the bag, proceeded to pick up the meat that she was going to purchase – Flipped the bag around the meat so she didn't have to touch the packaging at all. And I thought she was a fucking genius. <laughs> it, it is like genius. You, it is genius. It's how you pick up dog poop. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, yeah. it's the dog poop method. Amazing. Yeah. I love this one. This one makes me so happy. Okay. Um, this one says, not moving out of the way when men are walking in my direction. I used to very quickly and nervously move out of the way, common courtesy mostly, but a friend said to me, they don't move out of your way, so why move out of theirs? And now I shoulder check them without consideration and it's great. <laughs> yeah. I awesome. am very much, I totally am such a believer in that. I'm like... I will, like, I'm very conscious of, like, staying on, you know, not taking up too much space just in general. Right. But, like, if I'm walking down the street and, like, I'm not out of, like, I'm on the right side of the street, I'm on the right side of the sidewalk, I'm like, no, I'm going to box out. Yeah. I'm gonna box out. I'm going to stay where I'm at. I'm going to, like, if somebody wants to, like, you know, be in my space, I will totally shoulder check them. Oh, I love that. And I think I love it because I'm still in my like, sorry, 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 excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to grow out of that. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this one's funny. Um, my college roommate my freshman year put lotion all over her body after every shower. I had never really moisturized until I saw her do it. And here I am 15 years later, fully lotioning after every shower. Thanks, Megan. LOL. That is my friend Hadley. For, didn't know college. about No, I, was, I didn't know about moisturizer. Oh. And she was like, yeah, you have to put it on while your skin's – I don't know if this wet. is true. But this is what she told me. Yes. She's like, like, you have to put it on when your skin's wet because then it like keeps the moisture in. And I was like – because I did, I mean, she just, yeah, you know, she just knew all those yeah. things. Do you Ads. do it now? No, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, I Should do, I? and that's why I'm going to live forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to moisturize. No, it's important. Only if I'm like dry skin, then I'll moisturize. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
This one says, I used to avoid wearing short dresses because of my stretch marks. Then I saw a girl confidently rocking a sexy short dress with her stretch marks showing. It looks so normal and she looks super. Now, So now I don't feel shame to show off mine. I can wear any dresses or outfit. And now I have a wider variety to choose from when I go shopping. I love yes, that. Yes. I love That's that great. so much. Yeah. I so am like, I've talked about this before, but really like, you know, like I'm 45 and like watching women and young women who are my size get dressed on TikTok. <laughs> like uh-huh. I, it's like feels revolutionary because like that's just not something you ever saw growing up. It was all yeah. like six foot tall, stick them models. Like you never got to see clothes on people who look like you and seeing no. women just like confidently wear whatever the fuck they want is like it's such a like – I don't know. It really does feel like a revelation. And I know that's like, I feel like I may be overstating it, but maybe not. I don't think so. No, we grew up in the um, the era where even as like young teens and preteens, you wear a big giant t-shirt over your bathing yes. suit in the pool because yeah. you're meant to hate your body. And it's yes. like, it's so funny. Like when I think of all the years that we spent when we had nice bodies, young bodies, and we covered yes. them with these men's t-shirts because we were just convinced that like we were too gross to yeah, show our skin. It's oh my crazy. God. Yes. It's, it's crazy. so crazy. I'm like I know. my uh my sister-in-law Melissa, who's such a badass, has said to me she's like, "You know what? I don't judge myself in pictures anymore because without fail in 5 years I know I'll love it." Because I'll exactly. look back and be like, oh, my God, look how great I look. She's like, so I, I just so don't even look at pictures then. Yeah, now. Yeah. She's like, I just don't. She's like, no, I don't like this picture right now. But I keep it because I know in five years I'm going to be like, yeah, look at me. Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's such a great perspective to just be like – Five years from now, me will be so happy I took this picture. This one says, um, to use up the good things now, burn the good candles, wear the good makeup, dress in your best clothes, no use in saving the best you have for some better day. Act like every day is your best day. Yes. Yes. And I love that. Always burn the candle. And mm-hmm. I learned that lesson with wine is like I, I've um, – I've spoiled really good bottles of wine because I was waiting for them for a special occasion. And then yes. when I finally got to them, they were bad. <laughs> yeah, they were like disgusting. Yeah. Like, so I now it's like three years ago. Exactly. So if it's like a random Wednesday and you feel like drinking it, drink that fancy bottle of wine because yeah. you got to enjoy it at some point. I agree. Um, and I think it's probably even more special when you do it on a random Tuesday rather than like – some big build up to something that like it, it's never those things never like pan out as much as you want them to do. You know what I mean? Like there's never as exciting or there's other exciting stuff going on. So like yeah. you'll make that memory and it'll be more important on the random Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Um, this one says paying compliments to random people. I don't know. I had a woman compliment me in the city once. I love pink. My pink hair was beautifully curled and I was wearing a pink dress and my makeup was beautiful. She shouted to me, yes, girl. More (laughs) recently, another woman walked past me and leaned in and said, hey, Barbie, kept walking but turned and winked. I thought about those all day and I felt on top of the world. I now make it my mission to compliment at least one woman when I'm out. It can really change your day. I yes. love this and I believe in this, but I, I, I've told this story on stage before. Um, 
I totally believe in this. But there was one day that I was at a coffee shop, and this is a true story. I was at a coffee shop, and the woman in front of me had the most beautiful, long, curly red hair. I just thought Mm -hmm. it was, like, so gorgeous. And I was like, shouldn't I say something? That's weird if I say something. And I was like, no, you know what? I bet it'll make her day if I say something (laughs) to her. So I was like, excuse me, I just have to tell you, your hair is gorgeous. It's, It's beautiful. And then she turned around, and she looked at me, and she was like, Okay, uh, and like totally looked at me like, what? You, would you like in love with me or something? And I was like, all right, have a great day. And then I just had to stand behind her, waiting to get our coffee. But so it was just like, of course, the one time right. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna tell this girl she's pretty. And right. then it totally bit me in the ass. But I have told like compliment people since. I love, yeah, like if somebody smell like if their perfume smells nice or something, like you know, I. I think it's important to compliment other women and make people I think feel so good too. about themselves. I, I love – Or just people in general. Just people in general. I yeah. just always think like err on the side of giving someone a compliment or telling them when they did a good job or just being like, wow, you're you're so great. I'm really amazed at what you've done. And like it always feels good. Um, you know, I mean, I've had people like when people say things to you after like shows or I'm, they always are like, I'm sorry, I don't want to bother you, but, and I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, please. (laughs) Please. Give me a compliment. Please. Like it, it is, you know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I always, I've decided like now that I've written a book, I'm like, I would just, will send authors notes because it's like, you know, sometimes people are too famous to like read something, but if it's somebody who just is like me who wrote something like, oh my gosh, getting feedback and getting someone say, hey, this was meaningful is like, holy shit. It's so validating and it feels so good. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I I still remember, (laughs) this reminds me of your story, but I still remember this girl in a grocery store. She was like a kind of a, I think a teenager came up to me, this is years ago, and she was like, you have the best skin. And then she just like turned and walked away. And I like, don't have like I mean I have my skin's fine but it's It's not like the best skin and I just it was like one of those things where I still think about it sometimes I'm like was she being sarcastic (laughs) she that was was like she being sarcastic to me I think she was being sarcastic no she meant it (laughs) it's so funny there's a girl and I was thinking this to myself the other day it was like yesterday I think I was thinking this there's a girl and her name is Lauren. I know her from high school. Mm-hmm. I, I have to now I have to look up her last name because it's gonna drive me crazy. Oh, Lauren, because I'm just gonna say this in case like I just wanted to get out to her. Yeah. <laughs> her name's Lauren Mize. And I remember I met her when I first moved here. And mm-hmm. I just remember always being like, God, her skin is like like a doll like she's so beautiful like her skin is perfect and like I still see pictures of her on Facebook with another friend again and I'm like I was so tempted to be like hi Lauren (laughs) do you remember me from high school we haven't spoken in 20 years but I just have to tell you I've always thought you have the most beautiful skin and you still do like and I'm like oh my god no that sounds psycho that sounds crazy I've been thinking about your skin for 20 years (laughs) It's like porcelain. She's like, all right, Buffalo Bill. It's like snow. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. But hey, I'll just put it on the podcast. Lauren Mize, if you're listening, I think you have beautiful skin. Lauren, we want your secrets. You still do. What's your secret? <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it's so funny. I, I love that. We're like, yeah, compliment people, but not like that because you'll sound like a psycho. Right. <laughs> um, this is a good one. This one says, negotiating my salary. I have done this several times, taking the same approach that I've seen my other female coworkers do it. I have a lot of confidence in my requests, highlighting what I do instead of staying silent and continuing to do extra grunt work, being direct and or assertive instead of backing down. It's been difficult to force myself to do these things as I grew up very shy, insecure, and introverted. It's something more women should do. And this is great advice. Um, I, my best friend, Anna, who's I like to refer to her, her as a boss bitch. She is a boss she bitch. Is. She's a fucking badass. Yes. And, um, and she's rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's um, she's awesome. But I remember when I was like, like I got a, offered a salary and I was like, oh, it's lower than I thought. And she's like, well, that's just a jumping off point. Like mm-hmm. she was like – and she was like, when I – offer people money if they don't counter i think like i regret offering it to them yeah in the first place she's like if they don't come back and ask for more then it makes me doubt their their um, like um confidence in themselves and their right. you know what i mean and she's and like it makes and- you think like oh they thought they were gonna get less and they were willing to settle for that like this is a good deal to them right and so she they probably like, aren't as qualified as I think they are and she was like always counter always mm-hmm. counter and always ask for raises because if yeah. you don't ask for raises and you're saying that like you don't really care about your job and you don't care mm-hmm. about your future with the company and it's I thought that was a like, great advice is like yeah. Like, so, like, rather than, like, being we, – we we grew up thinking, like, it's rude to ask for things mm-hmm. and, like, it's not nice and be grateful. It's, like, no, it actually shows that you have, like – they give a shit if yeah. you ask for what you want. That's great advice. Um, I taught myself how to French braid my own hair after I saw a girl – on the bus do it. I think that's how we all learn how to braid <laughs> yeah, hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you can do that on like, yourself. Oh, interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one says, okay, this is the last one. It says, okay. this is so dumb, but I'm reminded of when I was little. I saw a little, I saw, let me start a little. This is so dumb, but I'm reminded of when I, I, I was little. I saw a girl wiggle her eyebrows individually and took that as a personal offense because I couldn't do it. Plus, she was younger than me. So I spent weeks after that holding my eyebrows down with my fingers during car rides and in the bathroom (laughs) until I could train my eyebrow muscles to isolate each side. Now I can do it too. LMAO. (laughs) I just had to give it a try. Yeah, it's funny the things that like, yeah, you (laughs) notice. You're like, "Hmm." yeah. Oh. I love that. That was such a great list. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I loved it so much. All right. So now it's time for our top five, which is a list of fury. List of fury. List of fury. <laughs> yes. Um, so this week we are doing our top five seemingly benign habits that you find incredibly annoying. So basically like your pet peeves, but things that are like very small. So not like, oh, I hate when people are rude. 
just in general. Yeah. Or like, hey, hey, when people don't love world peace. Yeah. Not that. <laughs> I hate small racism. things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's my pet peeve. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so my number five uh, annoying habit that or thing that people do or whatever is um, when you're uh, when people just stop in the middle of the sidewalk. <gasps> That drives me crazy. Oh, my Like, God, it's yes. just like, go to the side. Go to the side and stop. But Especially when, when they're stop. stopped, like, looking at their phone. Yes. I'm just, or if, it's- like, if you see a friend and you, like, want to stop and catch up, this applies also to driving. If you are driving down the, the road and you see a neighbor, <laughs> to pull off to the side and then catch up with your neighbor. Don't just stop in the middle of the road and make everybody wait behind you while you have a conversation and then look back at you like, oh, they're, they're mad at us. <laughs> oh, <we> gotta- <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, it drives me crazy. It's like, just yes. pull over. Anyway. Yes. Okay, so that's I my- No, I that is 1,000% I agree. I didn't put that on there, but I 1,000% agree with that. Okay. Um, so my number five is when people have – um, either FaceTime or have like talk on their speakers in public without headphones. Like they just oh, have their conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. up loud and they're just, I, I feel like for some reason this happens a lot at the airport where you're like stuck around a lot of people indoors. And I just, oh, I, I find it so rude. I'm just it like, is just rude. put headphones on, put headphones on. We don't need to hear both sides of your conversation. I know. And you don't need to hold your speakerphone out. Like put it up to your ear. It's like, what's the difference between this and this? Like, what? Just do that. <laughs> just do that. Do that. <laughs> People. People. Okay. My number four is um, guys yelling at sports. Oh, um, okay. Because it's like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a Yankees house and I grew up yeah. in a very loud yelling screaming Yankees house and our whole lives revolved around how the Yankees were doing and I'm not yeah. even exaggerating everything revolved around the Yankees and like right. we were like can we go home today can I walk <laughs> through the front door or do I need to walk through the back door like can yeah, I invite yeah. a friend over or like what like you know um it, and it all had to do and like is my dad happy today or is he mm. really angry like and so it, it always drove me fucking crazy it's still he still does it um the way he um screams at sports and 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 any guy really it's just like what do you what do you think you could do right <laughs> You think you could do it better? You know what I mean? Like these are professional athletes that have spent their entire lives, you know, conditioning to do this very specific sport that you (laughs) cannot do. Yeah. And they may have made a mistake or not done – you know what I mean? And it's like – and it drives me crazy. I'm like, oh, come on, you piece of shit. Come on. (laughs) You – we have ruined my whole fucking – we uh, ruin like everything, and it's like, <laughs> well, what? You, know, you do it. Like you maybe show don't me how have you... your whole emotional yeah. self tied up into a game that other yes. people are playing. <laughs> yes, I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't grow up in a sports household. My dad was not super into sports either. I mean, we all played sports, but not we weren't. They weren't like sports team people. Um, mm. but Ben is very into sports. He is like a big sports fan. That actually um, we surprises always... me about Ben. 
It is surprising. You don't he yeah. doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would but he's like anytime he's looking at his phone, he's looking at ESPN. Like he doesn't have social media. He's like obsessed. But yeah. So I didn't know what to expect, but he did tell me he was like, oh, I hate when people like clap at the TV <laughs> and like yell at the TV. And I was like, oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. We can be in the same house. Like he's no, he's a very like quiet sports fan. I think it's <laughs> okay I to cheer. Cheering for great. sports is great. But when but yeah, the yelling get so at- mad and yelling and scream, <laughs> it's like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Um, my number four is like a tie. It's kind of like two sides of the same coin is popping people who pop their gum. Oh, you know sorry. I mean? Do you I'm pop your worst. gum? I'm horrible at it. Mm-hmm. I've never, I don't think I've ever been around you chewing Oh, gum. I'm the worst gum chewer. I have to, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it because I've lost so many friends. I'm serious. I have um, friends that won't talk to me if I'm chewing gum because I am straight Long Island. Oh, you're like told, yeah. Long Island gum chewer, talker, smacker. I'm the worst. I <laughs> That's so funny. I would yeah. never, I would never think that of you. But also no- <laughs> noisy eaters. Okay, just I in don't general. Think I'm a noisy eater, but I'm definitely a smacker of my gum. I mean, you know, it's like some of these things we may do, but you know, it's just being aware. <laughs> Having the awareness yeah. is what makes you better. Yeah, I'm working on it. And that's why I don't do it anymore. Right? I've known you for like five years now and I've never been around you chewing gum. So I think you're doing all right. Yeah. Are you just at home by yourself just like pop, pop, pop? (laughs) Um, I do it in the car. And then do you like – Do you pull it out and like, you know, like pull it, like twist around your finger and pull it out? Yeah. Uh I play with it. I pop it. I blow bubbles. I'm really – I'm terrible. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> okay, um, my next one is um, when people say, uh, "Can we talk about this later?" or "We'll talk about this later." Or oh, we'll like when t- you're like, in the middle of like a yeah a conversation, and people are like, "We'll talk about it later." We'll talk about it later. Later, I mm. want to talk to you about blah, blah blah blah. It's like, no, I, I want to talk right now. I'm talking yeah. to you now, and I've got it on my mind, and you're in front of me, and I have something to say, and I need information from you. So please, or like, I guess like a worse offense is when people go like, oh my god, I have to talk to you about something, but not now. And uh-huh. it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, I have something. It's really serious, but not not right now. And I'm like, and then they make you sit with that all day long. Like that drives me fucking crazy. That is the thing. It's like that's such a power move to be like, I have to. We have to talk, but then not give any. I've told you that like when people do that at work, when people are like, "Please call me," I'm like, "You have to give me context." Yeah, unless you give me context for this conversation. (laughs) If you need to talk to me, you need to tell me what it's about. Yeah, else I'm not calling you, and I literally won't call them. (laughs) I feel like it's a power move when people do that. It is. Like I think when people it is. say, like, can you call me? But they don't tell you or say, we'll talk about mm-hmm. this later. Yes. I feel like it's a it's a flex. It's a power move. Or like, I have something really serious to tell you about right now. It's yeah. like, I feel like you you love having that mm-hmm. information. And it, it, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Okay. Um, okay. My next one is, and I say this because this happened recently, that somebody – um, was clipping nails in public. This was like at work. 
That is annoying. That's gross. Which I was just like, oh, I didn't realize Ooh. that this would annoy me I just realized me so how much. much that bothers me. I feel it in my bones. It was over over Zoom. And I was like, ah. I can clearly hear you clipping your nails. Like, oh, <laughs> that is a good one. And I didn't realize until just now how much I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, God. Ugh. On Zoom too? What the fuck? Um, yeah. Mine is um, my number two uh, annoying thing that, but thing that annoys me, but is a normal, I guess, thing to do. We've talked about it on the podcast a bunch, um, backer inners, people that back into parking spaces. Yeah. <laughs> I like judge dates on if they back into parking spaces or not. Yeah. I do. And if they're a backer inner, I run for the hills. <laughs> I do. I know your your good start. friend is a backer in her. Grace your is a backer friend. in her. Yeah. We love Grace. Mm-hmm. She is a normal, wonderful, lovely person. Uh-huh. She says she only does it if there is nobody else around and she's not holding anybody up, which I do think is like that's why nice. I find it such an offense because I think that when people do it, they're holding everybody up. They're just yeah. they're making they're like make more time for people have to wait to pull in. It's just they're yeah, overcomplicating it- a thing that doesn't need to be complicated. <laughs> yes. They think they're smarter than everyone. They think they've like got one over on everyone. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't make any sense. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number two, and I think this is probably, this is probably one that's like more universal, but I hate people who cut lines and mm-hmm. not even like, especially people who do it where they act like they're oblivious to the fact that there is a line, like at the grocery store where like maybe there's one big line going to two places and the person just goes into the second line. Like, Oh, I didn't realize everybody in this huge line was yeah. maybe I'm smarter than everyone. So I can just skip the line. Like it's to me that obliviousness is just like, it's so entitled and it's so rude. I, I that drives me crazy. And when yes. we lived in Hungary there, it's like the concept of lines is, is foreign there and so mm-hmm. I it was really hard like you would go to get on the bus and just everybody would like mob the bus there would be no you wait in line and then everybody would just mob uh, it there was like no semblance of that and I I find that very hard and I know I it's remember, cultural but I find it very hard I had a total like um Michael Douglas falling down moment uh when I was like pregnant with Sully I was like nine months pregnant I had a mm-hmm. broken foot I was wearing a boot it was hot as fuck outside, and I was standing in line for forever at the post office. Yeah. And this, like, woman in this, like, little, um, like, workout outfit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like one of those women that looks like she's perpetually going to the gym when yeah. she actually looks perfect, but she's out. A- like, you know, wearing a little workout outfit. She right. was just like, she was like, I'm sorry, just I just have to do this really quick. I just like and like cut in front of me and was just like, I'm just I'm, I'm in a rush and, and totally cut everyone in line. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and I totally lost. I'm not like I don't normally do stuff like that, but I just like lost. I was like, that's cool. I'm just nine months pregnant with a broken foot, but I just waited in this line for an hour. And I was like, and none of these people are busy. None of us are busy. We don't have anything to do today. Yeah. I, like, and I totally went off on this woman and she looked at me like I was insane. And, and I was, I was at the time. I mean, I, was- I don't think that's insane. I think that is actually a normal response. And she was gaslighting you into thinking you were insane. I actually like, yeah. that is the one time when I will be 
such a like white lady let me talk to your manager like not actually talk to the manager but I very much like there's a line there's a line like I just it's like it makes me it's just the like complete obliviousness to other people in the world like that is what I always say I'm like if I can do one thing in raising Max, I just want him to understand that he is a person in the world and that he has to be conscious of people around him and like that everybody is like at least just not be selfish. You know what I mean? Like, don't yes, be selfish. just it's, be considerate of others around you. Yeah. That's like my- why this woman thought that everyone in the line behind her right. didn't have stuff to do. Oh, she but she was thing. just like, just I'm, I'm in a hurry. It's like, no. Fuck off. Get no. in line. Get yeah. in line. Okay. Um, okay. My number one thing that drives me crazy that okay. shouldn't drive me crazy, I guess. This uh, this is a departure, I guess, from the other things we were saying because this is such a benign everyday thing. <laughs> but yeah. for some reason, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me is the sound of pouring water. Like, like, and when it's like slowly, like if like a server is like filling up glasses and it's like, I don't know, in a movie, like the glug, 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 glug. I don't know. It drives me crazy. I can't explain it. I don't That's know so why. weird. That's like a weird. What is it called? Like misinfonia, misinfonia, where like you can't hear things. Like yeah, um, and that also goes for like um. The since uh, um, wooden forks, like now you know it's like it's uh, like oh, like a bamboo be, fork. Yeah, like a it's mm. considered to be better for the environment now to use yeah. like 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 popsicle sticks mm-hmm. or um, wooden forks. Like uh, like I oh can't. yeah, I don't like that feel in my the mouth. Either. I'm like I'm gonna get a splinter. Oh, exactly. <laughs> my tongue is gonna get a splinter. I yeah, and I don't like um, copper mugs, like mule mugs. The, like I metal like and either <gasps> I hate anything in metal like I don't like uh coffee mugs that are like you know to go mugs that have metal inside I'm like ever I can like taste tin. it anything. yeah I don't like anything with metal or tin touching me I don't teeth. like to go containers that are metal I can't eat food out of those because I can taste the metal and like yeah it makes me yeah feel like I'm eating tin foil yeah I don't like it oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thinking of that on my teeth makes me really cringe. Um, my number one is people who don't use their turn signals. Uh, yeah, it's, that's annoying. It's, it's I nothing that I rage about more than like fucking turn signals, fucking turn signals. <laughs> like Max probably that's probably like his yeah third word or something. <laughs> um. I feel like there should be um, an honorable mention, and I think you'll agree with me on this one as a comedian. There should be an honorable mention for people asking us if we're still doing our little skits. Oh. <laughs> are you Sally? Are you do- still doing your little skits, <laughs> Sally? <laughs> no, I've never done a little skit, and I never will do a little skit. <laughs> I'm still doing my little skits, I guess. That's me nuts, yeah. Um, oh, well, you guys, man. that's our episode. Uh, we want to hear what are your 
what are the things that annoy you that shouldn't annoy you? Or what are the little things that annoy you? Because some of these things I think are 100% legit. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to hear what is the incident in your family. We want to hear um, what are some things that you learned if you're a woman that you learned from other women. Or I guess men can answer too if you guys Yeah, what did you to. learn by watching other men? <laughs> like how to shave or how to yell at the TV for no reason. <laughs> I mean, we're just just two examples. <laughs> um, also, get in touch with us, you guys. We're on Instagram. We are at um, the Ridiculous Pod. Uh, you can email us at the Ridiculous Podcast at gmail.com. Um, please subscribe, rate, and review, um, and tell a friend. We would love that. Yeah, do all those things. Thank you guys so much for everything for listening. Uh, and we will see you next week on the Ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. You.